0: bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.com slash bball for eligibility deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources
1: Welcome back to the 7-5-0. I am your ORG Joe, He is your 7-5, two-time Super Bowl champion, College Football Hall of Famer, and somebody who is definitely picking the Cowboys this week. The one and only Tony Casillas TC. What up? Welcome to week one.
2: Well, do you have an osmosis? You read my mind.
1: Uh, is that because what osmosis it,
2: is? <laughs> I think so. Telepathy. I mean, that may not be the proper word. Reading my mind. But yeah. obviously you're 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 wrong on that, on that uh, when it comes to that i'm not just trying to you know, give away my prediction but i was on my seat over the weekend watching i would have never thought when i watched oklahoma play Tulane that it would be that close so i was on my seat and um uh, that was a different that's a totally different ball game but anyway it's great to be with you brother game week i'm looking forward to
1: it yeah what a shame you know all these big time or well- schools that think they're big time programs couldn't really handle their week one opponent unlike texas a&m university easily handled kent state you know it's okay maybe someday all these other schools will i'll be a, you know be one of the big boys like the fighting texas well Hacks.
2: at least you guys have to handle business so uh but but anyways this is great to build this is opening week of the nfl one of my favorite weeks uh, of my life uh during a week or during a year so uh it gives us something to look forward to. I'm very, very excited about the upcoming season.
1: Right. It's going to be a lot of fun. This week has been a little... Um, I wouldn't say annoying, but a little bit more concerning than I think a lot of Cowboys fans would have thought. I think, you know, if you rewound the clock a week, a lot of Cowboys fans would have been saying to themselves, you know what, a week from now, you know, on on September 7th, I'll be able to convince myself that the Cowboys are going to win this game, right? I'll I'll be feeling the week one vibes and everything. Uh, But the Zach Martin news really kind of took the air out of some people's balloons. Does, do you feel like the Cowboys really stand a chance um, as of, as of the time we're recording, depending on where you look, they're about seven and a half point underdogs. Is that fair? Like, you know, they are the biggest underdogs of the week for what it's worth uh, across the NFL. Is that fair? Like, you know, like, is, I mean, how do you, how do you view this as, is from a fairness standpoint?
2: Well, well, I go back to last year. It's was, it was so funny that I was uh, over the weekend, not doing a whole lot on Labor Day weekend. And I, I uh, cruised on the uh, the Super Bowl 55 last year and I'm watching the you know the game from Kansas City and and uh you know obviously you know Tampa bay and i'm just i see the dominance I know there were some things missing in that game that lost both their offensive tackles and it was just a this a dismantle of a great team in the Kansas City Chiefs and what the Tampa Bay did to them to think that that's basically the same team. the quarterback is a year older but we all know that Tom Brady is kind of is, – is definitely ageless. Um, and then I hear the news, as you just mentioned, RJ, about this – you know, Zach Martin. I, you know, sometimes you read these phony uh, – you know, these different Instagram accounts. and right, you know, right. Where they try to pull jokes on you and everything. I'm thinking, man, it's a joke. But, no, I, I, you know, to me, it just – it moves a needle because he is such – you know, Zeke Elliott, I mean, he's going to miss – he's a guy that's – the biggest outcry is that he's the best offensive player on that team over the years he's played because he's been so damn consistent. And you take him out, then it just it, – just the whole storyline is totally different. Now, seven and a half points to me is a lot of points, the, the opening game, but it really makes you think about – the dominance of this game, which way it could go one way or the other. And obviously that's towards Tampa Bay losing Cowboys losing one of their best players on the team.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, um, every, everyone's been expecting a Zeke, you know, not return to form, but the kind of a bounce back here for him. Um, I saw in ESPN had a bold prediction for every team and, uh, Todd archers was that Zeke would lead the league in rushing. Um, I don't know that I see that happening. I mean, I know the Cowboys want to run the ball, um, just from their perspective, they want to, you know, they want to be, you know, build big leads and then be able to kind of run the ball in the fourth quarter and whatnot. Um, that's not going to be the case this week. And, and hopefully Zeke is still able to be productive, uh, without Zach Martin in the fold. Um, but yeah, seven and a half points feels, feels strong. I mean, I like maybe, maybe I'm being too optimistic, but is this, if, I mean, you, you have to play the Buccaneers this year if you're the Cowboys, they're playing the whole NFC South. Would would you not want to play this team? this week like I get that it's opening night I get that they're gonna have fans back for the first time I get that they're raising a banner they have all these emotions generally speaking the reigning Super Bowl champion wins these games the Cowboys have won in this game before though when they beat the Giants um now nine years ago but I mean if, if you have to play this team I would rather it be now when you've had all this time to prepare do you agree
2: I think I think for the first game you really don't know what you're gonna get um, because it is the first game of the season. I mean, both teams, you, 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 the Cowboys, they go on the road, they play in an environment that's going to be extremely hot, muggy, and, and the, the weather elements. And look, you know, both teams, this is their first game back. This is live action. And so you really – you can't really predetermine what's going to happen. I know as a player, I used to love this game. The opening game, on the road, you're playing against the Finnish Super Bowl champions. It's on national TV. A lot of questions are, are going to have to be answered about yourself. And obviously you're, you're ready. This is the best, best condition. I wouldn't say condition, but the best physically shape right. you're going to be in going this season. Now that doesn't really one way or the other, the, the execution, and everything else, I think it's, you know, for, you could say that for both Tampa Bay and Dallas, the execution part of it. And we saw what Tampa Bay did last year, how poorly they started. And then, obviously, how bad the Cowboys started. Um, But I think the element of excitement and expectation every year is what gets everyone excited. And I think when you have some things that you have to point out right away, no one wants to start off the season with one of your best players out of the game because of COVID-19. So seven and a half is a lot of points. I'm more inclined to bet on the over, which is 55, which to me I think that they can – Reached, yeah, I, I may – if I'm going to bet on a game, the over. But seven and a half to me, it's either going to go one way or the other, RJ. They're so, going to blow them out, or it's going to be a close game by six.
1: You take, you would take the over on 55? Yeah, because
2: yeah, yeah. it's not going to take that much. I mean, so if you do the math, I, I think maybe the under – but I really think it can be a game that could be 31-16. It could sure. be a game 35-28. to 28. Um, I just don't know. There's not a, just enough information. And there's a lot of unanswered questions. Look at the health of Dak Prescott. We already right. mentioned Dak – you know, Zach Martin, the defense. You know, uh, You know Tom Brady, how is he going to play one year? You know, he's, he's older. I mean, this is the same team. But there's a lot of questions that you may not get answered the first game of the season.
1: Yeah, I – I would definitely take the Cowboys to cover just because I think seven. I don't know. There are very few teams that I would not take to cover seven and a half points this week across the NFL. Yeah. The only one that I like, the only one I can say with confidence, I don't know that I'd take the Texans to cover, even though it's against the Jaguars. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's just, you know, it's, it's a, that's a unique thing. Uh, I probably would not take the over just because I think it is week one. I mean, you know, and, and I, I don't mean to say like Dak's going to be rusty, but like Dak didn't play the whole preseason. Like that's the case in the NFL, right? Like a, a lot of guys don't play in the preseason. So it does still sort of take a couple of weeks of, of kind of game action to kind of fall into the right rhythms and and whatnot. And so I might lean towards the under personally, um, but um, yeah, I, I don't think the Cowboys are going to get smoked. I think, I mean, I certainly think it's possible. Um, I did a hit on Monday and somebody asked, you know, what percent would you put that the Cowboys could win this game? I mean, I, I I think about 40%, maybe 35 to 40%. um, I think they probably, if they play this game a hundred times, they probably lose more often than not. But um, I mean, I, this is, this is a fascinating litmus test. I mean, it, this isn't just, you know, Oh, it's our first look at this team. It's our first look at this team with these players in an incredibly long time Um, you know I mean Dak got hurt in late October right we didn't see Lyle Collins at all last year and so Tyron Smith is back who only played two games last year Micah Parsons is now on this team you know so this is our our first look at, at something we haven't seen in an incredibly long time and so you know Zach Martin being gone is, is a big deal but Zach Martin being gone with Dak Prescott at quarterback is something you can overcome versus Zach Martin being gone with Andy Dalton at quarterback is a death sentence you know what i mean
2: Yeah and 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 i think on the other the flip side of that you you look at Tom Brady and someone that's so so prepared and his football IQ is just off the charts and and look i don't you know, Osa calls him out this week and yeah.
1: Says, <laughs> oh, by, by the way, <laughs> quick, quickly, quickly, Tony, what are your don't thoughts? Poke, don't poke the goat. What, man. <laughs> what are your thoughts on um on on two straight years, third round defensive tackles for the Cowboys, both switch from number seventy five. Did you see this? Because last year Neville Gallimore and also a Sooner had seventy five and switched to ninety six. This year Osa had seventy five and switches to ninety seven. So, are you are you upset that these guys don't want to wear seventy five?
2: It's just too much
1: pressure on them ah, good
2: Form at that level. <laughs> That's and a good point. Seventy five. You look at the the great one, Jetro Pugh, the, Right. Wear that jersey. The great Tony. You see, it's just so much unparalleled. True. Very true. Um, just uh, pressure that you have but, to. But fulfill. you brought that.
1: You brought that up. I feel like <laughs> I honestly am kind of surprised that 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 didn't get made a bigger deal. Uh, yeah. What Osa said, because he talked, he basically said that the Tom Brady's like older and, and not mobile. It wasn't like a call out, but stuff like that does get turned into like, Oh, thanks for the bulletin board material. Um, so it well, did- let me, let
2: me get news flash. Also Tom Brady has never been a mobile right. quarterback. Okay. But it's what he does inside the so-called telephone booth. And I, we could use that And Tom has heard that. It- a lot of different things, and um I don't think that's going to change his the way he plays one way or other. Now, maybe after the game it will be, but look, I mean that's a you know that's a true statement. I mean, whether you want to say that, maybe it's something you just kind of just kind of tongue in cheek, or you know, something you don't want to get to get out. But um, to call the guy out like Tom Brady, I just it's it may be a rookie mistake.
1: Yeah. Um... I mean, Time will tell. Time will tell. The- <laughs> I, I think there's there's a learning curve to realizing just how far what you say can go in the NFL, right? But like- you know,
2: it's the thing with Tom Brady is that that's the kind of stuff that just fuels his fire to play. And, and look, he's arguably the greatest, one of the greatest athletes has ever played a sport. And yet he still feeds off that stuff. And it's just amazing that it just... That's been his whole his whole football life.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's the Jordan meme. Like I took that personally, coming to life. That's why you know it's wise not to say anything. Is Tom something that you know we were going to talk about? But is is Tom the Buccaneer that concerns you the absolute most? Like if if you, I mean, maybe that goes without saying, but like is he the one that you're most scared of on Thursday night?
2: He's one of them. I think collectively, sure. when I when I look at their team, they're. Their defensive front is good. Um, it's incredible. Then, and, it might be yeah, the best in the NFL, yeah. And then their, their linebacking core is so fast. Um, and that's what makes them so good. I mean, you look at how good they were versus the run last year. You know, those two parts of their team are really concerning. And then their offensive line, their center is a tremendous, nasty player. Um, and offensively, they're good. I mean, look at their wide receivers. Arguably, mm-hmm. they got the best receiving core in the National Football League.
1: Right. This might be one and two, like the first and yeah. second best receiving groups. Totally. Right.
2: And so it's just like you look at their, you know, their roster and it's just so talented and still intact. And you know, to me, there's and then we take Tom Brady and you in the way he's just been such a surgeon over his career, and look at last year. You know, it's the thing about it. it's like they got blown out a couple of times. They got blown out by Kansas City. They got blown out by the Saints. And we're all thinking, okay, well, they're never going to turn this thing around. They go eleven and five, and so it's almost like now it's they start off really slowly They ended fast, so fast and furious, and now it's like, okay, well, we know that they kind of that they got all their everyone back, and now what what's it you know this version going to look like? But You know, that's a loaded question, RJ. When you look at this whole team, it's like, well, where do you want to start? Because they got 22 of their starters basically back on the team.
1: Yeah, I mean, on paper, it makes sense for them to run it back, right? Like, you know, and... Nobody's run it back since Tom Brady's Patriots. Like all the records belong to Tom Brady. It's stupid. It's annoying. It's whatever. I mean, but you're right. This is a, a Buccaneers team that wasn't the favorite all season long last year. And that, you know, every, even you know, everybody knew they'd beat Washington in the wild card round, but a lot of people picked the saints to beat them in the divisional round, and, you know, Drew Brees was washed and they, they went and beat, you know, them. And then a lot of people picked the Packers to beat them. And Matt LaFleur played scared at the end of the, you know, at the end of the game And they beat them, and so you know, and a lot of people, most people, you know, at SB Nation, we did, um, we did picks for the Super Bowl. I was the only person to pick the Bucks. Uh, No big deal. Not trying to brag. You know, just just stating facts. Um, I'm just saying, right? Uh, But (laughs) I mean, it's. You know, it's conceivable. And, like, I'm not trying to look at things through, like, you know, rose-colored glasses here, but it's conceivable that they could start slow because they're, they're a team that just kind of, you know, focuses on the big games. Now, this is a big game for them again. You know, fans are back. There's a lot of emotion. They're raising a banner, you know they're all their starters are there. Like, it, it's not, I mean, you've been part of a team that's raised a banner. I mean, it's not just that they're, you know, raising a banner. It's that all those dudes are there, right? Like basically the whole, it's not like, you know, cause guys leave, right. It's not like, Oh man, this, this would be better if so-and-so's here. No, they're all there. You know what I mean? And it, that energy is is going to be difficult to overcome. And so, you know, I, I don't want to like jump to conclusions. I mean, it's week one, right. It's, we're, we're beginning a marathon, you know, I'm not trying to sprint out the gate, but if the Cowboys win, like if we, you know, examine this from a hypothetical standpoint, if they win, how impressive is it? Is it just another game? Is it impressive because it's the world champs? Is it impressive because it's Tom Brady and this great defense and, you know, whatever? Or is it just they went out, they, they, they got their job done, whatever, because their three hardest games this year on paper are this one next week against the Los Angeles Chargers, and then the Sunday before Thanksgiving against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I say this all the time. In the NFL, you've got to win the games you're supposed to, right? Like you got to beat the crappy teams. And then you got to steal a couple games that, you know, you shouldn't win. This is a game they shouldn't win. So if they win this, what does that say about them?
2: Well, if they win, it will be because of question mark, question mark. Will it be because the defense played a hell of a lot better than they did last year? Because we know that they don't have to be that much better – to be better than they were last. I mean, that's right. kind of a, hard to say, but the, 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 you know, the whole thing is that they have to be content with getting better under the circumstance of having this defensive coordinator and a different offense or excuse me, defense, and just be more improved. Um, and so, to me, that's going to be something that I'm obviously going to look at because it's a big test against a great offense. Obviously, we can't say enough about the quarterback. So, to me, I'm going to look at that because if they do win, that's got to be the biggest reason. How how much improved is this defense under Dan Quinn? Because that's what we've been hearing about, okay? It's overhaul defense, okay? So, how better is that going to be? And then, you know, I think the – that and Dak Prescott, you know, what is he, what's his version going to look like of the things that he had he hadn't played, uh, you know, since he got injured with the sixth week of the season and really hasn't, hasn't got any type of game experience because no preseason. So how much better is he going to be? Okay. And then I think the, the biggest question mark is if a guy goes down like Zach Martin, you know, who, who's going to be your swing guy that's going to replace him. And, and I think there's a lot of question marks. Zeke Elliott, what's, this, what's the, the, the self version self version of Zeke Elliott going to look like? So there's a lot of things that, that we get excited about in the opening game. And rightly so, because it is a huge game. I mean, it's um, a national TV and it's against the defending Super Bowl champions. And you got a lot to prove considering how you finished last year.
3: Exaggerations and half-truths aren't new in politics, but now with AI, people can create fake videos of candidates to sway your vote. I'm former U.S. Attorney Preet Bharara, and I've teamed up with technology expert and law professor Nita Farahani on my podcast, Stay Tuned with Preet, for a three-part miniseries, AI on Trial. Our second episode presents the hypothetical case of a hotly contested Senate race that is derailed when the leading candidate is accused of using AI to enhance his performance and hurt his opponent.
2: How are we supposed to know when the technology becomes very difficult to validate something as truth or lies?
3: Do existing laws, policies, and government agencies sufficiently safeguard the political process?
2: Political speech is so tightly protected under First Amendment that it makes regulating in this space a real
3: challenge. And what needs to happen to protect democracy in time for the real presidential election in November?
2: When our elections are so close, where it comes down to nail-biting endings, a few voters here and there can really lead to differences in outcomes.
3: The episode is out now. Search Stay Tuned with Preet wherever you get your podcasts.
1: So... You inspired a question. This wasn't on the rundown, and this you know this is how the sausage is made. This is gonna be the title. But that's how right. I never the uh, is like the, you know yeah the man, rundown's like, all my
2: everywhere.
1: <laughs> uh, This is gonna be the title of the episode to to give everyone a peek at how the sausage is made. The Cowboys <laughs> win this game if what? So like you know what what would it what would have to happen? Give me like a single thing. So you can't be like oh they play better than the Bucks. Like what is going to have to happen? Like is it they win the turnover battle? Is it you know they convert? You know. Eighty-five percent of third downs. Like, what? What is the? What is the single thing that? You know, um, a magic fairy shows up right now in the seven-five-zero. Big fan of, of the seven-five-zero. All magic fairies and says, "Hey, Tony, I can grant you one wish for the Cowboys game on Thursday night. What? What do you want that to be? It's going to be the, the reason the Cowboys win. If the
2: Cowboys slab the running game, if they, think so? it, I, I think the Cowboys are able to run the football against Tampa Bay and get into third manageable downs to me, that's, to me is a big, you know, there's a lot of different, I mean, I, I, if the defense wins a turnover battle, if they are able to uh, get pressure on Tom Brady uh, to me, also the, you know, we, 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 just talked about, right. He called him out. That's the pivotal point right there is to be able to put pressure on Tom Brady inside the interior part of the defensive line. So I think those two things run the football, because I know you're going to have to establish some type of rhythm. I don't think Dak Prescott wants to come out. You know the
1: yeah. First no, game, we don't need Dak throwing for, no, no, for no. totally, totally agree. So,
2: and, and so that's going to be harder to do. Considering Zach, I saw a stat um, with with uh, Zach Martin when he plays, it averaged 4.5 yards per carry. Right, and without
1: football. him, it's like 3.8. Right, yeah, yeah. And Archer's so to me,
2: that. that's that's pretty that's pretty significant, RJ. So I think, to me, especially if you take the, one of the, your best players out of the core, the heart and soul of that offensive line, and you don't have him, and you have to run it, you're on the road. It's going to be freaking hostile. They're giving out rings, man. They're celebrate. Hey, the, the party is continued, man. They're still they're still on that high of winning Super Bowl Fifty Five. So, right. to me, I think that to me is simple as that sounds. I mean, it gets a little. Little cliche right, sure. I think running the football under the circumstances of losing your best player on offense that's what Zeke said. To me, that's going to be something to do right away. Talking about Zach Martin is straight. the best
1: player, right, right? Yes, um, so I don't want to put words in your mouth, I would verbalize that point as saying if they are efficient on offense if they have manageable third downs like if they're getting into third and sevens third and eights like that's how you lose this game you know what i mean like if, if you're in in third downs that are difficult to pull off you need you know you've you've got to you know you've got to take advantage of first and second down that's why you know people hate running on first down because it opens
2: up your playbook right. your play calling
1: so um i would say you've, you've got to have manageable third downs that's that's the key for me if, if I have to give an answer, I, I mean, which is kind of the point um, I would say it's I, like winning the turnover battle is too, too general, right? Like, cause that goes without saying if they win the most teams that win the turnover battle in the NFL win games. But I think, you know, a, a stat that I, you know, screamed all last year was how infrequently the Cowboys began possessions on the positive side of the 50-yard line. Through their first seven games last year, they began two possessions on the positive side of, or one possession on, on the positive side of the 50-yard line. And so if you're asked kind of like I just said, like if if you're asking your offense to convert third and seven, third and eight, over and over and over again, that's not going to end well. Like even the best offenses in the NFL, it's going to be difficult. And so similarly, if you're asking your offense to drive 79 yards, 81 yards, 76 yards, it's t- it's tough against anyone, let alone against one of the best defenses in the NFL. And so so this defense is going to have to help the offense like I know that's a general way to put it too but we're going to need a three and out we're going to need a turnover and, and it doesn't have to be a three and out but maybe it's you know a, a three and out after one first down like we're going to need short possessions the the Cowboys defense is going to have to two to three different times give the Cowboys you know respectably nice field position right 60 yards to go because so, if, if you give this Cowboys offense we think you know, the, you know, the ball on their own 40 yard line there, you're getting points, right? Like even if you're walking away with a field goal, you're getting points on that possession. And so you've got to stack those up and every opportunity to get points in this game is going to be so critical because this defense is so good. And that's, I'm a little, like, a, just a teeny bit worried about Greg Zerline, just because he had the shaky start during his first day of practice. He hasn't really kicked in the preseason. I'm not, like, ready to panic about it. But, you know, this is not a game where you can be squandering opportunities to score points, is my overall point.
2: You can't leave points on the table, without a doubt. Right. And I think most teams that get the, the ratio of them getting the ball on the 35-40 and 40 yard line, they have obviously a lot higher opportunity to score points. But I, I I think that also is that this receiving core has so much hype and is is so talented. And I think with Blake Jarren, I mean there's a lot of t- the yards to be had. And I think when you play a defense is so good up front, I mean those dudes are thick. You know, they, you got Golson. We've we've mentioned Vita Bay. Um, you got Damakon suit. I mean those guys. I mean they're like they're they're not the most active guys i mean they're just big and and look you got you get them running east and west and right and making them you know stay on the field more i mean in the, in the first game of the season which to me i think is very critical because look i think depth is crucial because i know in the first game of the season you're not used to going 55 65 snaps a game and if you're out on the field that long in the fourth quarter my gosh i mean you 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 talking about getting punched in the gut i mean the duration of the game to me that is also you know, the 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 time, you know, the, the possession, time of possession, keeping right. the ball. And to me, running the football is something that you really are able to create. And then the weapons of C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper has already said that he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, you got guys said, that's yeah, called. Yeah. That was another you,
1: quote I was surprised didn't You got take guys off.
2: calling out and just, like, trying to validate themselves. And, like, he's, like, you know, he went on to say, okay, I'll validate myself and I show him the field. So, look, there's a lot of showcasing going to be going on in this game, which I like it. But you know what? You got to back it up.
1: Yeah, man. Walk, I mean, walk, this walk, is. Walk the talk. You know what this is, and I—I I don't think you watched Game of Thrones, right? You, you, uh, you weren't not you were, yet, right? Well, not yet. Don't <laughs> don't waste your time. <laughs> hey, but, there's a
2: lot of great movies, that, a lot of great series that I just got onto right. that I that I, I'm enjoying. So it gives me something to, to look forward to. But no, well, I'm not a Game of Thrones guy.
1: It's you know, for anyone that is. Uh, the final season took two years so they you know I forget what number it was like seven or eight whatever the final season was but after the the second to last season it was announced that it was going to take two years so we waited two whole years for this you know final season to come into land and it was disappointing and so that's kind of it's not exactly how I feel but we've been waiting you know like I don't know fans of uh, the Tennessee Titans have been waiting a long time. I mean, their team lost in the wild card round of the playoffs last year. So they've been waiting a long time to get to see this team, but they've seen this team, right? Like they've seen Ryan Tannehill, they've seen Derrick Henry, they've seen AJ Brown. Like, yeah, they're pumped to see Julio Jones, whatever. But my point is, we've gone even longer. You know what I mean? We, we've gone what feels like two years. Since And it kind of has been two years. I mean, the, the 2019 season broke for the Cowboys, right? Like right around Thanksgiving when they got their ass kicked by Buffalo and then they got destroyed in Chicago. And then it was really obvious that Jason Garrett was out. Then they got embarrassed in Philadelphia. I mean, it, it, that last month of the 2019 season was, was like pulling teeth. And so, you know, then the Mike McCarthy era begins and then the pandemic hits and then we're waiting forever to see sports in general. We see the Cowboys come back and we get a small just baby taste of what nice life can be like as a Cowboys fan. And then Dak Prescott's taken away from us. So this has been a really, really, really long time coming. Um, And so it's going to be interesting like you know besides the fact that we're all hopeful it's going to be interesting i mean and the fact that now micah parsons is a part of this crew trayvon diggs in year two i mean this this defense does seem like it will be better um so uh, my last question to you is we we asked the cowboys will win this game if the the, my second question okay my last question is the cowboys will impress you in this game if and like, obviously it goes without saying, if they win, you'll be impressed. But if what happens, you'll be like, damn, I didn't think they had that in them. And to give you some time to think, you know, cause I know I kind of surprised you with that for me, I'll say if they generate multiple turnovers. That's so, That's been so rare for this team. And that's been the focus, right? Like, my, you know, the, Mike McCarthy loves to talk about how the Cowboys did well in the turnover department last year. They did, like, when you look back on it, but they really benefited from playing some really bad quarterbacks and backup quarterbacks late in December. That That kind of muddies the sample. But if they generate multiple turnovers against Tom Brady and this Buccaneers offense, and I don't care how they come, although I would like for them to be real. You know, I don't want these, like, tipped i mean i'll take them but you know i want to see like breaks on the ball i want to see you know like keanu neal stripping the ball out and forcing fumbles if we see multiple turnovers like that i will start to buy in that th- that this dan quinn defense really is something that can take off the season Yeah,
2: you know, all i'm looking for is i'm looking for a, a different version of the 2020 and the defensive side of the ball and, and as i mentioned an overhaul in this defense is what they did they get a new defensive coordinator you know, I'm so I'm I'm so excited about watch, watching Micah Parsons and mm-hmm. you know this new, you know the Randy Gregory. You know, it's a, a season that they're going to have him and Demarcus Lawrence. You know, those two guys coming off the edge. I you know, there there is some concern that you don't have Neville Gallimore, but you know you have Olsen, you have a, you got some young guys are getting a chance to play, and I think that maybe people got to understand that these are still young guys on the defensive side of the ball, but kind of what we've seen of them, the glimpse of them so far to be judgmental. I think they're on the way to better, more improved defense in in 2021. And they have more playmaking ability. I think they're more sound when it comes to play calling on the defensive side of the ball. And really, as you mentioned, RJ, the turnover battle is something they got to get better at. I mean, that's something that this defense has lacked for a long time. But I think that they're... Their mind is at a different place. And I think for a player, you just can't even, you don't think about the past. It's all in the present. And for me, that's what I want to see. I want to see a different, better, improved version on defense. I said, I want to see good tackling. I think last year, the tackling was horrendous. I mean, it was horrible. I want to see more of an attitude, you know, playing for something. I mean, who cares? I mean, they may not, I don't think they're going to win the game. But if they if it's respectable and there's doing things that we saw that they didn't, they you know they're not doing what they did last year, I'm good with that. But I think there's a lot of different, as I mentioned, pressure up front, defensive front. To me, that's gonna make this, you know, it's gonna trickle back into the linebacker level, the secondary level. That make it's a very it's I don't wanna see them compromise each other like they did last year. I want to see that a complementary effort for me, and to me. It's all about the way they play with their hair on fire and getting after people and really really just understanding the look we're gonna be a bunch of dogs out there. We got uh, we're playing Tom Brady and if you can't get up for Tom Brady, it's almost like you know the Cowboys are one of these teams that every week everyone's like they're America's team like we're gonna show everyone. I mean they haven't done crap lately. but we're gonna play up because the magnitude and what the, the appeal that they get, So this is the same. They're flipping the script, man. You're playing against Tom Brady, defending Super Bowl champions on national TV. Your defense has got to bring it. And you know what? The defense is the easiest thing to create the continuity and everything that goes along with that because you're not thinking, you're not having to get in the rhythm. All you're doing is you're getting a play call and you're going. Not to say that you're not as smart as the guys on the other offense side of the ball but it's more of an emotional, impactful feeling that you have. Get the play call. You don't have to think about anything. Go and make plays.
1: Right. That's a great point, you know, that we see so many other teams get up to play the Cowboys, right? Like to play at AT AT&T Stadium, to play on Sunday Night Football, like all these things that still happen to the Cowboys because of the brand, you know you're not that team anymore, Cowboys, right? Like you're, you're on the outside, like all these yeah, other well, why, teams. Why aren't
2: the Cleveland Browns playing the the, right. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yeah. So there's right. a lot of resentfulness there. And look, it's the same thing with Tampa Bay. They're going to be ready. They're going to, they want to prove their point and uh, it should be a tremendous game. But yeah, that's, that's really what I'm looking at.
1: That's well said. Okay. Good job, Tony. Um later today uh, I'm fired for, up, man. For, for those who are listening i've teased it but later today this episode's obviously posting on tuesday on the podcast network later today we're supposed to we're scheduled to have an interview with michael Gallup. uh so if you're listening to this on tuesday this will drop later on in your feed so uh look forward to that um look forward Prediction to time okay what do you got tony are we, are we
2: waiting till we're gonna do our predictions on saturday or we're we just gonna predict? no now? no,
1: no. You, you got it now what do you got
2: Okay. Saturday, gonna,
1: the game's on Thursday.
2: What's oh, so Thursday. What am I talking about? <laughs>
1: Hello. Hey, let
2: me have another sip of coffee. Yeah. I'm, Who's, I'm still thinking the weekend. Mode, but it's Thursday. Damn, I can't get here fast enough. Two more days. It seems like it's it's a Monday, but it is a Tuesday uh, because of the Labor Day. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the over, the 55.
1: Okay. I'll take the and, under.
2: And I'm picking – got to do the math here. Um, I'm picking – Tampa Bay
1: to win 38 to 21. Okay. That's you, at least you hit the over. So at least you make some scratch uh, 38 to twenty-one. But then,
2: but then I want it to be closer because I don't, because I think the seven and a half, it can go either way, but so, I'm going to go, I'm going to do. let me do two picks. Okay. Let, I'm not going to do the, I'm not going to do the over and under, but I'm, my prediction is uh, Tampa Bay wins 30 to 24.
1: So no over, so you take it no over,
2: no over. Gotcha. It's either going to be a blowout or it's going to be a closer game. Okay. And hopefully, maybe we're pleasantly surprised, and the Cowboys. It's a lot closer than that, and the Cowboys win.
1: Um, so, so you you're taking the over effectively, and you're also saying that Tampa. That's my gambling bet. Right, right, right. But you're also yeah, saying yeah. you're you're also saying that Tampa covers with that score.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Um, i will take the under but well. you only asked
2: me what my well, you only asked me my one prediction i, right. I don't get two I'll, or three. I'll give you all of them I'll, I'll,
1: <laughs> I th- I'll take the under just because it's week one i know that these are these are these great there's these great receivers on these teams but it's week one um so i'll take the under I think Dallas covers um and I think if they win it's because i mean and this this sounds cliche but if they win, it's Dak gets the ball with two minutes left, whatever. And they go get a miraculous call. That's they're not going to blow this team out, right? Like it's going to take that kind of last second effort to win this game. That would be wild if that was the first game of the season. Dak Prescott goes down, beats Tom Brady, whatever. Uh, but I think that I think Tampa wins. I'll say 27, 23 um so definitely definitely taking the under but dallas covers i mean that's seven and a half is just too much and maybe you know like i said i can see you know maybe it's 27 you know 23 late and dallas goes and gets a last touchdown you know what i mean type thing but um it's it's going to be fun at the very least and people will freak out and we're going to have a week and a half before next sunday's game against the chargers i do think they will the, after these first two weeks, the Cowboys will be one and one. That's my bigger prediction. They're not going to lose both of these two games. Um, okay. All so, right, I
2: got one more for you. Okay. Your bold okay. prediction. I'm going to go my bold prediction for a player on the Cowboys. Michael Parsons has an interception in his first game as a rookie in the I, NFL.
1: I will piggyback off of that. Not piggyback. I mean, I, I could certainly see that. i say he has a splash play, whether that's a pick or a sack or a fourth, like he will, he will have a moment where he announces himself. That is, is, I feel very, very going, like very likely going to happen. So, Oh yeah. Good uh, enough, man. Uh, Tony, you said it all. Uh, shout out to Oso Digizua, even though he couldn't stand the pressure of number 75 in a Dallas Cavs uniform. It's uh, too much pressure, baby. Yeah. Uh, everybody we will we'll be back next week here on the seven five Oh, have yourselves a great week. This was the seven five Oh.